I read it over and over and over again, just to check if there are no mistakes anymore. Uh, organizations focus on the process and not on the outcomes. Also very important that you validate that what you thought it was an improvement actually is an improvement. We are talking about no regret moves. Hey everyone, welcome to the Bol.com Tech Lab podcast. We share our experience with you. Speaking behind the screens of IT and tech in general at Bol.com, the largest e-commerce platform in the Netherlands and Belgium. We are sharing our approach to IT, e-commerce and retail platforms. The hosts of the show, Peter Paul van der Beek and Peter Brouwers. Welcome. Great that you're back. Great to have you with us again. Welcome to season four of the Bol.com Tech Lab podcast. It's episode 99, so uh, almost 100. So, uh, yeah, Peter, tell us a little about how we do uh, yeah, the selection of topics. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, those who listened to the, the, the episode before, when we talked about the, the 2021 uh, episodes, we, we explained that we do actually all the work uh, yeah, for creating an episode ourselves. So also the selection of the topics. And some, sometimes that's uh, difficult, but sometimes uh, guests make it really easy. For instance, the guest of this show, uh, she uh, she posted on uh, our internal platform a message. And uh, to quote that message, uh, she, she said, okay, what is superlative of bragging? I don't think I can go any further than telling you that I co-wrote a book. And of course, it's about experimentation. Yesterday, I received the first copy in my hands and of it's of course for sale at bottle.com. So that's the quote uh, I, I took from uh, from uh, our internal, uh, yeah, it's called Facebook. And um, yeah, the book is called uh, Steering on Results, how to work together on the greatest ambitions, work smarter, not harder. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, the, it's uh, currently only in Dutch available, I think, but uh, the English version is being worked on. Um, and since yesterday, we know that the book is also on the long list of the books uh, to become the management book of the year 2022. So really great. Uh, it's, by the way, a Dutch award organized by one of our partners, managementbook.nl. And uh, yeah, so th there must be something in there, but it triggered me in, in two ways. Uh, one is, of course, okay, what is the book about? Um, but the other thing is, yeah, co-writing a book, uh, being a techie in bot.com, what is it like to do that? Uh, how are you triggered by that? Uh, what what, uh, what do you need to do for that? Questions like that are also interesting to uh, to discuss, I think. So, Peter Paul, introduce the, uh, the guest of the show. Yeah, after this uh, quite long introduction by you so, so far, that, that <laughs> really took us to this funnel. It's awesome to hear. Yeah, we have actually an award-winning guest who has been with us before. Uh, Denise Wisse, and uh, she's a product manager, experimentation here at Bol.com, and a freelancer. And yeah, she was, of course, in a previous um, episode about uh, experimentation. Uh, yeah, Denise, in the last year you won the Experimentation Culture uh, Award. This year you released a book. Yeah, this, so it's it's no longer time to be modest. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah congratulations. So Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. And thanks for having me again. Uh, last time I, I attended the show with uh, Maarten, one of the developers of uh, Team Experimentation. And now I'm here as a product manager. Uh, and yes, bragging is not my best skill. And therefore, I like uh, the co-working with a great team. And I, I think it's um, 
it's already easy for me to to share all the great achievements that the teams make. So the workplace, the internal Facebook that uh, Peter mentioned, uh, we use that also to tell about uh, our successes within the company. And we we also have a, a goal, so we want to to tell at least 25 stories per quarter to the company about the uh, experimentation and uh, the benefits and the successes of it. So. Um, and maybe if I get the hang of it about bragging about the team, then I'll start patting myself on the back more too. So uh, who knows? Yeah, awesome. Hey? And and yeah, let's 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 uh, dive a little into to the background. How how did it start with writing the book? Yes. Yeah, so I have to admit, it wasn't on my bucket list to write a book. Um, uh, Anton uh, reached out to me, so the co-author Anton van Hoek. Uh, uh, we met each other, I guess, 10 years ago during a project. We didn't work together, but uh, he remembered me and he had a plan for writing a book. And he thought, OK, uh, I also want to add a piece about experimentation about it. Uh, I have to ask Denise to contribute. So I thought, uh, yeah, never done it before. Um, let's do it. Uh, let's give it a shot. So um, I, I went with it. and. Um, it wasn't an easy process. It took more than a year, I guess. We started uh, July uh, 2020 already. Oh, that's maybe too long ago, but uh, it, it took a long time. And then yeah, because of COVID and staying at home, it uh, also gave the opportunity to actually put effort and time in, in writing. Um, so we just started and, 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 and uh, it was clear to me that my uh, contribution would be about experimentation. So, yeah, I, of course, I tell a lot about experimentation also within Bold.com to convince everybody that it that it makes their work more fun uh, uh, and also explain how to, to do it, how to come up with a good hypothesis and how to execute a, a good experiment. So I use that knowledge to um, to uh, put in the book and uh, hopefully make a lot of people more enthusiastic about experimenting. Hey, before we dive into the book itself, uh, you, you said, OK, it wasn't on my bucket list, but he reached out to you and you said yes. Uh, how did he convince you? What, uh, what happened? It's not that hard, maybe. If there is something new and I like the idea, then I, I like to give it a shot. Then uh, and the only way you really know the outcome is just do it. Don't hesitate too much in your, in your yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, and, and for me, yeah, currently, what, one of the reasons for me is to do uh, a podcast or to give talks over writing blog articles or even books is that, yeah, spoken language is just easier. Huh? If I just quit halfway a sentence and start a new sentence so in this podcast, it's quite okay. Our listeners won't start complaining about it. Yeah, with writing a blog post or a book, that's different. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious about your experience with that. No, true. You're definitely true. Uh, we are used to be online always. So if there is a mistake on the website or like you said in your in your talk, then it's easy to adjust it. Uh, but now it's on paper and it should be completely correct so uh, i read it over and over and over again just to um, uh, to check if there are no mistakes anymore but um, 
uh, we created a kind of an escape, so we also released a website. So if we encounter a mistake, then we can write uh, our excuses on our website and maybe create a blog post about it. So. <laughs> nice. Maybe it's good to, to dive in the book first. Uh before we uh, really start uh, also about the, the process. Um, so uh, when I read the title, um, it, it, the title is Sturen op Resultaat, Steering on, on Result, I think uh, freely uh, translated. Um, it, it, it doesn't relate to experimentation to me in, at, at first, uh, but in your intro you said, okay, of course it's about experimentation. So yeah, what is the book about? Can you uh, give the, the the overview for us? Yeah, so the target audience is organizations that are currently are in transition or improving or changing. And I guess it's about every organization. And I, I also think that a lot of uh, organizations focus on the process and not on the outcome. So uh, and um, if you want to validate the outcome, then experimentation is a, is a very good tool. Um, and so and because there are a lot of organizations in transition. We thought it might be helpful to write a book and to share our experience and um, and mostly that we think our approach or our proposals make your work more fun. Uh, I'm very enthusiastic about my job and 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 there is uh, never a dull moment. So uh, uh, and I I wish it to to. Uh, to everybody that they that they have a daily job um, which they like and that they get energized from and it's not about the process to just go in there at nine and leave again at five and then do your thing but uh, really be proud of what your benefit what your benefit is to the outcome of the company exactly hey, and and can you elaborate a little on how your book <laughs> yeah helps to create such an environment for the readers hey, and in the transition uh, yeah, so uh, the book consists of three parts. And uh, the first part is um, uh, is mostly about uh, the teams and the people themselves and that they, they, for instance, that you need a self-steering team, uh, that they, the people needs to be able to get their own uh, responsibilities. So they need data, for instance, that they can decide, make the, their, their decisions, but they also need to feel the freedom and the trust, the safety to do so. Um, uh, so the first part is also about the right culture for the organization. And then the second part is, is more about um, tools to to or or um, uh, conferences that can uh, guide the process of making decision and eh? getting focused on the mo most important things so um, for instance uh, uh, companies uh, also board of conferences we use okrs um, here we, we also uh, relate to uh, okrs but uh, we do use a, a different abbreviation so uh, uh, OPMEs, um, the objectives, progress metrics, and estimates. But uh, it's it's not prescriptive. Uh, we we do give some suggestions about how you can do it. But uh, of course, you can decide on your own which model fits your organization best. 
And uh, but it's of course important that you that you have focus and you cannot do everything you want uh, at the same moment. And then the first the third part that's my part so to say. Uh, there that's about how you can validate what the outcome is of your efforts and 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 output you uh, you created. So that for me is the most fun part because then you can actually see the result of 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 your of your energy. Exactly, because in in the third part, it's 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 really about measuring whether the direction that you you took or the the solution that you created whether there's a, a positive result there. Yeah, true. So I guess no matter whether you are just a beginner or already an expert, everybody has assumptions about what a good solution could be or what a good improvement could be, and I and and that's what organization drives. So. People consciously are improving, but of course, it's it's also very important that you validate that what you thought it was an improvement actually is an improvement. Uh, and I guess that lacks in most of the companies. So I'm happy that we are doing that right now at Bold.com. Exactly. And then, so what elements are needed to actually get such a yeah such a structure, such a way of measuring things uh, in place? Yeah, so. As team expectation, we first focused uh, mainly on A-B test. So that's our core business right now. Uh, an A-B test is uh, uh, you, you uh, expose your new functionalities to half uh, the half amount of the customers and the other half gets the original implementation. And then after a certain period, you validate what the change in behavior is between those two groups. And still, it's our core business, but now we are broadening our scope because we think not everybody within the organization is um, uh, able to do an uh, A-B test, for instance, because they don't have access to IT resources. But uh, we think it's important for everybody within the company to work evidence-based driven. Everybody has assumptions and we want to give them tools to to validate it. And uh, that can also be an interview, for instance, or market research, UX research, maybe a simulation or maybe a before and after analysis. So we are not uh, a silo as team exploitation. We are also reaching out to a lot of other expertises within the company uh, to gather as much as insights as possible and also to share those with the whole company. So it's not only about A-B testing. Yeah. And I can also imagine that uh, A-B testing for uh, to be able to do an A/B test, you you have to do some uh, solid programming first, then because you want to uh, to make that on on the production environment. But sometimes you don't want that um, huge change already, right? To to before you uh, you want to validate your hypothesis uh, first. Is it also something you you take in mind how to do that? Yes, of course. So there is an interesting difference between innovation and optimization. So if you want to optimize something, then the changes are in general uh, smaller than are you than when you are talking about innovation. So regarding optimization, it's it's easy to to develop an A/B test, but regarding innovation, you might first need to uh, validate with a, a mock-up, for instance, or a group get out of the building, just an interview with uh, future users about the, the the viability of your product. So it's in that case, it shouldn't be programmed maybe at all in, in the beginning. 
Yeah, but right. we want to encourage you to 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 get the, the validation as soon as possible. And maybe not for the whole product uh, in the beginning, but yeah, just make small steps. And what I do like about that is that we are talking about no regret moves. So you have the bigger picture in mind. That's that's your final goal. And you can chop it up in several parts. And then each part, each step you stay you take should be a non-regret uh, move. So uh, no matter in which direction the next step will be, you make progress. Non-regret move. So so yes. before you move, you have to be sure that it uh, that it brings value. That's what you say, right? Yeah, value or leave the opportunity that you still can make a decision about the 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 next step. So you you can uh, steer in in the way you want. Uh, okay. Yeah, based on on the results of the current implementation. Right. Exactly. So 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 in. Another way of saying that would be that 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 there's no harm done by taking that step. You can only mm -hmm. lose the effort that you took during that step. That's basically yeah. just stating that, yeah. right? Mm. Okay. Yeah. So in the in the book you said okay, you, had, uh, you described the three elements, and uh, the last element was your focus area for for the book. Hey? That's uh, where you uh, brought your uh, knowledge in. Uh, mm -hmm. Can you dive a bit deeper in in that area? What you um, what you uh, added to the book? what I wrote about what I wrote about experimentation? Yeah. Uh, yes. So it's about how to come up with ideas for exp uh, what to experiment, um, uh, but also um, uh, let me let me check the content. Uh, how to design a group experiment? Uh, what an A/B test actually is? Yeah. I guess for us it's already clear, but maybe for some of the readers it isn't yet. So some explanation, but also some hierarchy of, of evidence. So an A-B test is uh, listed in the top of the pyramid because the, the quality of the evidence is very good. Uh, the, 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 the participants of the experiments weren't aware that they were part of an experiment, so they act like they want to act and then uh, you know for sure that, that that they were doing is 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 reliable for for their future behavior, and then more on the bottom, um, you might plot an interview, of, uh, for instance, uh, especially an interview for your with your mother, of, uh, uh, for example. Uh, they already agree upfront with you about your new ID, so and there is a a, a hierarchy of, of 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 evidence, but. Still, the interview with your mother or telling your mother about your work is still uh, a good idea because you can also get some input uh, out of that. So uh, we also relate to some other types of uh, of research you can do. Not a complete list because then uh, the book uh, was too heavy, I guess. Um, what we also discuss is about, okay, you can do one experiment, but what is the benefit of doing multiple exper experiments in a series? Uh, yeah, there is a saying that we say, okay, one experiment is no experiment because you didn't validate it enough. You need to uh, get um, proof over and over again. So we, we want to encourage it as well. But also what can happen if you do multiple experiments at the same time? So there might be an interaction effect. and and 
in conversations with colleagues, but also with uh, people at other companies, I, I people are scared of possible interaction effects. So they say, yeah, I should wait a bit longer. And first we need to do this experiment. And then if that's over, then we can do the next. Uh, but I'm a big promoter of doing all the experiments together. Uh, just to see if if changing the text uh, content and changing the, the, the design, for instance, uh, will interact each other uh, and, and maybe uh, causes a bigger increase than just do only one. So and if you do it at the same time, you, you can lear learn it in one run. And of course, at Bull.com, we have a rather easy life because we do have a lot of visitors. So therefore, a lot of data points. And therefore, it's easier to to do uh, yeah to te do tests simultaneously. Yeah, and also a bit about uh, creating an experimentation culture. So there is no blueprint for that, uh, but uh, we think we uh, we addressed some um, uh, nice starting points. Yeah. How how do you avoid to um, to make an experiment? Uh, too much uh, real science and 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 uh, uh, over engineer it, or is that something that you don't recognize? No, because it is science. Uh, we are we are um, doing the analysis in a scientific way. So um, I I guess that that it all starts with um, uh, coming up with a good hypothesis. If you have a, have an idea about the 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 cause and the outcome, and then you can actually prove it with the experiments. Then you then you gain uh, additional insights and, and can make you smarter. Right. Yeah. So. Sorry, Peter Paul, you want to say? Uh... No, I just was just kind oh. of uh, confirming that that I <laughs> the, the reasoning actually. Yeah, but uh, to, to 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 explain a bit what I meant with with uh, with the science part is that if you mm -hmm. t think about a science experiment uh, doing an, uh, for instance a PhD, it, it takes you a couple of years to to set it up in in a real um, uh, structured way and prove everything a, a couple of times. So then it, it it makes it more heavy. So. In, in that, uh, but I do understand that you say, yeah, what we do, uh, if you do it in that way, it is, it is, um, it has enough, it, enough uh, proof of what you're doing. Uh, so it, it is science. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah. and then again, eh, so the online environment is is heaven. Eh, so it's easy to set up an experiment and to to gather all the data and to uh, draw conclusions. But then this is also an argument that you shouldn't do only one experiment, but you should do multiple experiments to validate one one hypothesis and that's completely in line in our ambition to make people smarter if you are responsible for a product and you are lined up to to get the most out of it and you know what the success metrics are then you also want to to learn about how can we have impact on those success metrics and of course that a success metric is always about the user how do we make the life of the user um, as beautiful as possible. At, at the same time, Peter, if I can recall our uh, from a few episodes ago, where we uh, had a discussion on uh, on Air Lab, so the the retail lab that we have together at one of the university, where also some of our uh, uh, colleagues are 
actually pursuing a PhD. I think that the, the approach that he gave was similar to what uh, uh, Denise is uh, is telling us with the with the hypothesis, yes. uh, yeah. multiple experiments, uh, uh, larger data sets, uh, and things like that. I think that there are quite some uh, similarities uh, yeah. there. Plus also focusing on the result, eh, the, the outcome. Uh, Again, yeah. So yeah, it was not uh, not because of the just the 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 experiment itself or the checking the the hypothesis, but also yeah the the result a better program to uh, yeah what whatever they had in mind to to achieve. Yeah. So so you have uh, you 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 added this experimentation part in in the book, uh, which consists of uh, the explanation um, the in the differences in in experiment in experiments. You describe them in in a, in a pyramid. Uh, you also described uh, more in depth what what experiments you uh, you are using. For instance, the A/B test. And I like also the part that you say, okay, what do we need for uh, the cultural part? Uh, uh, it's not. Uh, I can imagine that uh, that you can say, okay, let's start experiments, but then you don't have this uh, this culture uh, directly. So uh, interesting, I'm, I think, to read what that is about. Um, are there more items that we uh, that you covered in the, in this section of the book? Yeah. So um, the last part is is more about the the learning loop. So and it doesn't stop after one experiment or after one experimentation. So uh, um closing the circle yeah yeah, yeah so it, it it doesn't stop you mean you you uh, yeah you explained you have to do the experiments again or over for the for the same hypothesis or also to to make that next step you you explained the, the next small step you you do it in a similar, uh, similar yeah way so then. dependent yeah. dependent on the on the maturity of your product eh? you're innovating or optimizing and uh for me, the next step relates to innovating. Yeah. Hey, and to make the connection with uh, with the environment you're in in Bol.com, uh, you're in the the experimentation team uh, or the environment, uh, and I guess you're helping out the other teams to to make use of that, right? Not to to do all the experiments for them. Is that correct? Yeah, true. So yeah. as team experimentation, we don't execute experiments by ourselves. We only facilitate other teams. And uh, at Bol.com, we chose to have, uh, like you said already, an uh, IT-heavy implementation. Eh? So there is coding needed. We we don't have a WYSIWYG solution with the, where you can just click and then create uh, on the website and then create a, a treatment, for instance. Yeah, that might be something for the future. But for now, especially because we have a rather complicated IT landscape with a lot of different services, we want to give the opportunity to all services. Uh, so for instance, also uh, backend services to, to run experiments and to validate their implementation. So that's not in the book, but uh, what we the, for instance did as Steam experimentation is um, provide a beacon ID. And um, uh, what the cool thing about that is, is that the front end if they have a, uh, send a request to the backend, then they send the beacon ID along. And then the beacon ID is, is also saved in our web measurement tooling. Uh, and the beacon ID can be stored by the backend service uh, combined with the treatment they applied to that request. 
And then under the hood, we can combine based on those beacon IDs, the, the behavior on the, of the user in the front end and the, and the applied treatment in the back end. And because the beacon ID exists already in the landscape, there is no need anymore for the front end teams to become to take an active part in setting up an experiment for the back end services. So they are completely autonomous to, to set up an experiment. So I think that's great. But that's also one of the goals of, of team experimentation, not only to create the platform where we store everything and to create the bucketing, but also solutions like this to make it easier for everybody to actually implement the experiment. Okay, and in, in that line, can you then also say that um, that you can check the maturity of a company uh, on, on experimentation? Is there, is there also a kind of model available for measuring that part? Uh, yes, I guess um, there are some crawl, walk, run, fly uh, uh, um, steps. schemas, uh, yeah, steps uh, uh, where we can. Um, uh, measure ourselves um i guess uh that's 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 on one hand uh it's it relates on to the to the culture so uh, in which amount is everybody convinced about working data driven and i i guess also at bullet comment the board is is telling a lot about data drivenness and and doing experiments but in practice, uh, uh, not everything is, is validated yet. So I think we still have uh, um, uh, some stuff to do over there. Uh, and also what happens very often is that that, um, that you can say, okay, I'll, uh, as bold.com, we run 70 experiments per month. And that also relates maybe a bit about your success on experimentation. I'm not totally convinced about that because it's easy to set up an experiment. I think it's also about the quality of the experiment. So what is the quality of your hypothesis? And do you really understand um, how you can, uh, uh, can the, can your service, uh, how, whether you really can make your service better for the user? I think, I, uh, I think as well, we do a rather good job, but uh, we st there is still room to, for growth. Always, always. And we have always <laughs> ideas, right? <laughs> yeah, hey, that, yeah, so that's about the book. Yeah, the, then yeah, the writing process itself. I think that's also uh, interesting to discuss. Uh, yeah, you already explained how it started and, and when. Uh, how, 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 how does that go? He reached out to you. Uh, let's write a book and you think, yeah, never did it. So let's try it. It's an experiment. But what then? What's next? How do you attack such a, a process? Yeah, so it already helped that I gave some talks and that I talk a lot about experimentation. So I already knew a bit about the storyline. But then it also helped that he he's not a newbie on the topic, but he was fresh to, the, to, to my story. So he could also help me out in okay, this is an interesting part, you can highlight it more, or um, this is too much detail, uh, please uh, summarize it a bit. So there was a lot of interaction. And so we were autonomous in our own parts, but um, we reread uh, each other's stuff and um, were asking uh, hard questions. So that was nice. So it, it, 
in in one way it it was very uh, helpful to do it with a co-author also uh, regarding um, progress so of course uh, nobody is is asking for the book so if it's it's finished the day later nobody complains uh, or maybe the publisher would but uh, <laughs> it didn't came that far but um, so it helped yeah? if 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 you do it with somebody else then um, uh, it it helps you to motivate yeah, so when we when, when he had written the chapter, you also wanted to complete the chapter, I guess. And <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it was not much about competition, but you you know, if, if somebody is putting a lot of effort in it and you are not, then okay, then you feel a bit obliged. So then you also, okay. uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that was nice. But uh, if, if, it's, if you take it as a recommendation, the fun thing was Anton and I, we hardly knew each other. Yeah, we know each other's names, but uh, we didn't work together before. And that also causes a bit maybe confusing moments sometimes. So um, if you were looking for a co-author, it might help if you know the pe person a bit better than I, than Anton and I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, if I can imagine that that okay, at some point in time you decide, yeah, okay, let's write a book together. Yeah, but still, like any project or whatever, I can also imagine. Yeah, you haven't been explicit on how to collaborate and what you could expect, and you didn't know, I don't know, writing style, uh, other communication styles. Uh, so you had to find that out uh, all along uh, the way, and probably also do some experience to get the good results as a team. Yeah, true. And then uh, starting was uh, a good way to uh, to experience it. Um, uh, nice to mention also is that Anton has Flemish roots, so uh, there is a difference in 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 the writing tone. Uh, but um, there was there was uh, also the publisher, of course, who. Um, took care of that uh, also. So um, uh, now, if I look back, we didn't approach this project like an experiment. Eh? Maybe we should first publish just one chapter, see um, uh, how successful it was. And uh, so, um, uh, but we were maybe too enthusiastic and just started. Uh, but now regarding it, now it's in Dutch, we are thinking about okay, should we translate it? Uh, and of course, uh, it's it's kind of cool if you if you publish an English book, I guess. But yeah, is will it fit the market? Uh, maybe it's too Dutch. I I think I cannot uh, uh, judge um, on that on myself. Uh, and I guess that also the competition in the international market is a bit bigger. So. Uh, and it, it, it is a big investment to to get it translated and so on. So um, I was a bit hesitant. I am still a bit hesitant if we should translate it. But then I suggested, okay, maybe we should approach that like an experiment. So maybe don't sell the book, but sell separate chapter, uh, chapters and then see uh, if there is a need for it. And maybe uh, based on that result, decide to write a complete different book. <laughs> Based on the on the most uh, uh, hot uh, hot chapters, but uh, we will see. 
nothing decided yet. It's a it's a it's a business model that that is not very known, I think, in uh, in in book country. Like it's not like uh, Netflix or so that you uh, start with a chapter and and do a next one and the next one if it's a successful one. So yeah. but that's uh, but it's nice uh, thought. It's a nice experiment, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. there's some uh, some publishers who uh, publish uh, beta ver versions, so you know that it's not not yet all the sentences are fluent and. There are some typos in it still, and the, but it's still available for, of course, let's say a lower but price than the than, than it would be in the in the. But in it's the about a complete book. It's it's still a complete book. Okay. But it's yeah. uh, but it's not the the redaction hasn't completely been done uh, yet. Oh, okay, uh, okay. It saves us yeah. a part. Yeah. yeah. So I can I can I think it's also use a translator, and then that's the better version of the book. That was yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that was a version before. If you, if you use if you use Google Translate, then it's uh, even <laughs> not a better version, but a uh, alpha <laughs> alpha version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can also uh, what I also hear is that that you start uh, by printing on demand. So then you then you already have the, the the whole translation, of course. But you you save yourself the whole uh, uh, first oplage. Uh, I'm not sure what it's yeah. in uh, English, but uh, yeah. So, yeah. 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 So, so, but the, the biggest investment is really is the translation itself and not uh, the uh, publishing part. Yeah. yeah. But but going back to to the to the book and the steps. So uh, he he knew uh, you already from some talks you did. Did you use the structure of your talks to to outline your your part of your uh, of the book uh, already? Was that reusable or? Did you sit together and talked about okay, what is the the outline, what is the content, how how did that process go? Yeah, so what else did I I created some e-learnings and the e-learning was the first setup for the outline of the book, but then uh, the book is more thorough than than what you communicate or what you tell in in a talk, for instance. So um, it's more complete and. Um, so my head is full of stories regarding experimentation, why, why you should do it and, and uh, what the successes are. So sometimes it was hard to, to, to if you start a story once and, and then on another part in the book, you thought, oh, now I, I have to, to, to move that story to this part. So especially because it's all around one topic, sometimes the, the, the order of all the stories is a bit dif difficult, but uh, then again, just start, start writing, see uh, uh, what fits best, and then um, then you get a result. <laughs> so I guess I guess there maybe yeah there was no plan. Sounds a bit stupid, but uh, uh, I think it's based on on a lot of experience and also a lot on a lot of talks I gave but also I listened to and also a lot of um, uh, trainings I took so I guess um, it was all the, the book was already in me before I knew it <laughs> before you knew it and he knew so here we talk. yeah he knew <laughs> <laughs> hey, you already said okay it's uh, uh, it, you managed to 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 write a book together uh, but you didn't know each other from, uh, that that well uh, so you already gave the tip maybe it's good to know each other 
to know each other a bit better. Do you have other learnings? What um, what can you share? Or nice stories about writing a book? <laughs> uh, let me think. So first, so if you if you reach out to a publisher, and Anton already did that part, so uh, it was an it was an easy um, gain for me just to to jump on the, on the train. <clears throat> But then you have to convince, of course, the publisher that you uh, that you are going to write an awesome book, and um, that uh, he will publish it. Um, but the original title for this book was Agile Innovation Accounting. So uh, one of the 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 or maybe the only uh, uh, request I had when I accepted was we need a different title because Agile Innovation Accounting doesn't fit it for me so uh, and maybe if you start writing a book you should leave the the final title for the end because then you know actually know what's in the book and and what covers the 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 the, the content best so the book is not about agile innovation account but <laughs> whatever it may be yeah, yeah. and then uh, also uh, the 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 cover of the book was also done completely in the end and then um, um, I'm not sure if that's so I think you need the title to to design the cover but um, I think it also helps if you are able to already create a cover up front. That then then it it's already more materialized in your head, and then you get more energized about okay, this is what I'm creating at the moment. Interesting. And and, <laughs> and about the covers, I sometimes see some experiments as well uh, on uh, on social and uh, like LinkedIn. Then somebody says, okay, I'm writing a book. It's about this and this, and I have now yeah. these three covers in mind. What do you think is best? And because you uh, you reach out to a lot of people, you get like a spread of thirty percent for each cover. So you <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. don't get anything. And maybe a bit of a biased public. Yeah, also true. Yeah. 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 Oh, so, yeah. I, of course, uh, I like the idea that we have two uh, uh, copies of the same book with uh, different uh, covers. covers. But, um, yeah. yeah, online it's easy because you can flip you can flip the image, but then in real life you get only one of it. Uh, so, um, maybe we can uh, we can change the cover for the second edition and see if the... If the if the sales are more steep yeah. than uh, than uh, yeah. at the first, and we uh, we had a, um, I, th I think specialized covers for special organizations, right? For specific uh, uh, oplagen, uh, for specific editions, <laughs> it's also an mm -hmm. option. Yeah. Hey, um, would you advise uh, others to write a book, for instance, us? Yeah. So <laughs> I um, often said to my wife. Please remind me that I'll never say yes again to write a book. Um, but uh, now when it's done and uh, when I get uh, compliments for it, so I especially like posting it on LinkedIn and then get in contact with a lot of old friends again and that they are enthusiastic about the book. That's an energizer. Um, but maybe there are also other ways to uh, to gain those. So. Um, if you're really enthusiastic about the topic, then um, 
it's nice to to put to to put your story on paper and 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 share it with the world but um uh, and uh, but don't expect that you uh, earn a lot of money with it so it's it's just for your own joy <laughs> yeah hey but but along the process you said okay please remind me not to uh, to to say yes again to writing a book well, was that because of time or uh what what was or did it took more uh, what, what what was uh, it about it why, was, why did you say it it was a side project so um <laughs> Ooh, those are dangerous side projects. Yeah. yeah, side projects are dangerous. So you have to find the energy, and maybe it it also relates to to that I find it hard to to really um, uh, make it final, and especially when it's a hard copy, then it's then it then there's a more important step than if you put something online because. If it's online and then if you think an hour later, oh, I want to change it, then you change it. But now this is for real. And um, so I'm curious if somebody finds a, a typo or a uh, not clear uh, uh, part of the book, then please reach out and tell me. Yeah, and you have a good excuse for a second edition. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm looking at the time. Peter Paul, do, do you have questions left for uh, for Denise before we go to the closing round? Yeah, we covered. Oh, yeah, that, of course, there are tons of questions and experimentation that we could ask on writing uh, writing a book. Really doubts me now. Yeah, but I think it's it's a good time to go to uh, to the closing round indeed. And uh, but first, yeah. so are you thinking about writing a book about how it is to create a po podcast, for instance, or is there something on your mind? Now, not about, uh, I think that, uh, that there are so many uh, blog posts and paid uh, tutorials on writing podcasts. That, that's never, never, you know, I think the competition is just too fierce and I really don't know what to contribute uh, to okay. that or to add to that. Um, so I think at the, around the time that, uh, that, that we started the podcast or maybe uh, even a year earlier, there was among some of the managers back then, the idea to start writing a book as a as a as a as a side project, side project. doing that <laughs> together as a team, which yeah. sounds ah. really interesting. But uh, in the end, uh, yeah, we're making podcasts and not, not writing book. But it, yeah, it's it's interesting. And but um, uh, but also uh, this uh, sparks for me. Uh, if you look at at bold.com culture. Maybe more of a of a of a PowerPoint and giving talks kind of organization than a writing organization. And so yeah. if you look at, uh, for example, Raad voor de Rechtspraak and judges, they they really that are organizations that really love writing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, we're way less into that. So that's something that's holding me back. On the other hand, the, the idea of putting something to paper and really have like a book that someone can put in, in their cupboard or even on their coffee desk or whatever you call it, coffee table. Yeah, that sounds of kind of interesting. And yeah, so, um, but until now I, I've written uh, uh, one chapter for a book that was published by someone else, and uh, I'm kind of okay with that. 
Het, uh, who knows if uh, someone contact me over LinkedIn uh, and maybe one of our listeners. Uh, <laughs> okay. you, you never know. Eh? I'm, no, not, no, no. I'm not saying no <laughs> up front. <laughs> and Peter, you? Yeah, it's, it's, it's similar to what Peter Paul said. Uh, I, I, he triggered me with, uh, because we are moving uh, houses uh, soon, uh, we are cleaning up uh, the old house. And what I found was indeed that uh, the, the, and when I was a student, you, you do your final paper, that paper I found. So indeed something you put a lot of effort in, you're proud of. Yeah, that, that, so I, I think that that's the same feeling for uh, yeah, writing a book and uh, uh, again, sharing your knowledge is indeed what, yeah, what I what I like is eh? sharing stories and sharing um, uh, knowledge. Uh, and yes, but but yeah, I'm a bit hesitant because of the the time-consuming part. And the, the, when you say yes <laughs> to be really committed to to write, the, yeah. The, so I know that people are when they, maybe if they, there is a maybe if there's a lockdown again. So yeah, I always thought when when I break my leg, then I will organize the the pictures of our kids. But uh, the lockdown, I don't know how many months it took, but no picture is arranged or, or end up in a book. So um, I you took this. Book. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I took this. Nice. Okay. Was that already the closing round or was it? No, no, because we haven't asked. <laughs> yeah, correct. What, what's your most important takeaway? Yeah. And, and uh, actually, you can have two. Eh? You can have one on experimentation or the book, <laughs> the content of the book, and one on writing a book. Yeah. Uh, so on experimentation, it's easy because uh, validate the result of all the effort you put in, and then you can can become more proud about uh, your hard work. Uh, and also learn if 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 it doesn't have any impact, then then you should some should do something else. But I think then in the end you you will be get more excited about uh, your contribution. And then regarding writing a book, um, a good takeaway. I'm glad I did it. That's that's a takeaway. Uh, but uh, I'll 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 think about it if I I will do it again. But um, uh, yeah, as you can can see, I'm I'm really energized about experimentation and about the topic. So if if it helps to to get more people enthusiastic about experimentation and and, and explain things a bit more thorough, then and if, if that needs a book, then I'll write a book again. It's uh, it's it's nice that uh, yeah we're in a podcast, so people cannot see you uh, the, the smile you had when when uh, when you. Thought about this this answer, but it was something in between. Indeed, being glad about it, but also, well, I'm not sure if I'm really doing this again. But if we need it, yeah. <laughs> so it was nice. Yeah. Okay. Hey, thanks. Thanks for sharing the story, Denise. I, uh, I really liked it, and um, yeah, hopefully uh, uh, the the English uh, version uh, would come out, so everybody can uh, can have a read. And uh, yeah. Maybe good luck yeah. with your second book. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks again for inviting me and uh, good luck with the show. And of course, number 100 is coming up. So, I'm very yep. curious uh, about that celebration. Me too. Looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks. 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 Thanks for listening to this episode. If you liked the episode, check some of the others. Go to Spotify or iTunes, search for Tech Lab, and subscribe. 
leave a five-star review so others can find the podcast easier and spread the word. We like interactions, so if you have any questions or suggestions, find us on Twitter, LinkedIn, or mail techlab at ball.com. Hope to meet you in our next episode. Have fun!